the year 1953. A plane touches down at Smithies Airport in Sydney. On board is an American named Lee Gordon. The Australian music scene will never be the same again. From then until now, these are the stories. Hey there, this is Josh Osom and you're listening to Awesome Aussie Songs. This episode is part of our Anzac Day special and features one of the true pioneers of rock and roll, Digby Richards. Unfortunately, as time marches on, Digby has become somewhat of a forgotten figure in Australian music history. However, ask anyone from that era and they'll tell you, Dig was one of the biggest stars in the country. His pin-up idol good looks often had him referred to as the James Dean of Australian music. As well as his recording success, he even hosted his own weekly national television show, the Digby Richards Empire Hour. One of Australia's most diverse artists, Digby's chart success spanned over a period of 20 years, and his songs have been covered all around the world. Sadly, Digby died from cancer in 1983. He was just 42 years old. Here's a recording of Digby speaking with Brian Henderson on Bandstand, after just returning back to Australia after performing for the troops in 1966. The audio quality isn't the greatest, but I'm sure you'll find it interesting. You've, uh, as we remarked before, spent more time in Vietnam almost than the 1st Battalion. <laughs> and I wonder if you look at the song now of Cole joining Little Patty in Vietnam, and uh, perhaps you might recognise with the plane. Sure. It's, uh, it's not sure. identified with the little bit of script we got. Here we go. Cole joined Little Patty and the Joy Boys in Vietnam. Do you have any idea of the location? Well, it, a lot of it looks the same, so... I... Do the fellows know beforehand who's coming in, or are they just aware there's a concert party coming through? Well, they have to sometimes only decide two weeks before who's going to be along. That's the reason they don't know, but usually it seeps along the grapevine and they find out before they arrive. And they're magnificent audiences, of course. Marvellous. You spend a lot of time after the show talking with them. I guess there's so many things they want to know about back home. Well, we uh, talk to as many as possible, but a lot of times they have to go straight back into action uh, so that the people that are in action at the time can come and see the show. You see, they replace them. Oh, it's more or less a, a shuttle. Mm, they shuttle them all the time. It looks very hot there. Jesus. Do you find that? 110, 120. Do you perform, I think, on the back of a truck? Yeah, right? sometimes. Uh-huh. How many shows would you do in a day? Three is the most that you would do. Little Patty, finding the Joy Boys there. She is. I hope that lots of people seeing this will see uh, the faces of those near and dear to them. I think the boys would love to see her anyway. I think that's right up near the front line. They're with, almost within uh, earshot of the hmm. sounds of battle. Yeah. Well, that's where they are. You've got to go. There they are. Well, Cole and Patty will be back in a couple of weeks, and uh, we're planning a special with them that I'm sure everyone will find very interesting, uh, especially if you've got friends or relatives serving in Vietnam. It will be a request show from the boys for people at home, and that should be in about a month's time. Following his tour entertaining the troops, Digby wrote the spoken word song The Aussie Bush Hat, recalling his experiences in Vietnam. Over a sad land, ridden with fear, a chopper lifted us to a place called Berea. And as I climbed on a stage, 
and heard the men cheer, I wondered why had I come to sing my songs here. And after the show, in a tent with a beer, a soldier from Sydney started to bend my ear with a story of his mate who wasn't here to see the show in a place called Berea. The digger told me my mate was looking forward to seeing the show. Not so much you, but the girls, you know. Oh, nothing against you, but there's no place to go, and all the boys wanted to see the show. Then last night we got escort duty to take the dock into the village, you see, where a child had been hurt. She was only age three. Just another job from a mate and me. When the doc saw the kid, it was already too late. He could see by what they'd done she was Viet Cong bait. He yelled, get out, it's a trap, don't wait. Doc and me got out, but they zapped my mate. Until then, the soldier's voice was steady and set. Then it broke, and I saw that his eyes were wet. Before I left, he told me that he wanted me to have his mate's bush hat. Flying back over this land of fear, the bush hat in my hand still wet with tears, I think of the little girl and the soldier at Berea, and now I know why we have to be here. This story is true. It happened to me in South Vietnam where I was with an AFO show on June the 22nd, 1966, and to remind me of it always, I have the Aussie bush hat. For more on Digby, check out episode 22 of Awesome Aussie Songs, where we take a look at Dig Richards and the RJs. Our sister podcast, All Australian Music Stories, also takes an extensive look at Digby's entire career, with two episodes. He's such a great musician, and it's well worth a listen. We'll finish this episode with one of Digby's biggest hits, Little Piece of Peace. It's an apt song considering the subject matter that we've just been talking about.
subside Weary of the day Impatient for the night When you dry my tears Then we'll love our fears away Molly, you've just listened to a podcast brought to you by Marcos Promotions, written and produced by my dad, Sheldon the Kangaroo Kip. And presented by Josh Urson. This is Molly Kidd saying to my good friend, Holly Kirsten, hit it, girl. Just stop.